That was Todd that burped. Here we go. It is indeed a pleasure to have this privilege to play here for you. We, we intend to give you a very fine program, so just settle back, relax, and enjoy the moment, moment, moment. Here we go. I'm Todd McComas at Todd McComas. I am surrounded by the most eclectic group of humans Pat McAfee has ever assembled. I don't know if he assembled a group of humans before this. But he did a good job when he assembled this one. <laughs> Vibs at the Jeff Vibbert. Uh, what's going on, buddy? I'm so stressed that sunlight hurts. I am God's mistake. <laughs> I'm doing great. Doing great. <laughs> uh, you have a, a, a package. Yeah, someone's, Those, in a, someone's in a package. This is our new segment. Vibs opens a package. Mail time. <laughs> package to the office. I have no idea what it is. It's a cardboard box about the size of a cigar box. This is what I thought it would be. It's, it's poopery. It's stuff that you put in the toilet. So. <laughs> oh, it's cool. Someone screenshot that Somebody and sent it to already us. fucking sent it? Yeah, that's amazing. They overnighted this overnighted. shit. On QVC. It's from QVC.com. Good looking out, guy. Good that guy out. tweeted us yesterday. So yeah. because everyone heard the Vibs shitting in the girl's house story, On somebody Wednesday. sent a bottle of poopery. Can we also have a moment of silence for that toilet? Can <laughs> <laughs> you pass that around? Yeah, I'm going to smell it. You is, know it what? A, is it a travel size? Uh, it's got it's a full size, a travel size, and I I don't know what the middle size is. I can't like, wait yeah. to I cannot wait that, to use that, this. That little one is uh, chapstick. It's for your upper lip. <laughs> oh, this oh. shit story was epic. I can't wait to use this at our new house. This is going to be fucking phenomenal. Does it smell good? I don't I don't know what it smells like. Spray uh, it in your face. Winter, winter berry is what it says it is. No. Mm. Big fan of berries that grow in the winter. Time. <laughs> yeah. It smells like grandma's house. It's like we're bears just fucking poraging for food. Winter I'm not sure if that's the correct <laughs> term. <laughs> <laughs> smells good. You got to spritz the bowl before you go. And that was our new segment, and Vibs no one Smelling else will ever yeah. know. All now, right. here's a problem if you're a dude. Uh-huh. This isn't the go one, right? This, this is for the at-the-house one? This is before you go. This is the one. It's like it's like a chapstick size. Hey, come on in. Hey. In hey, come on in. That's hilarious. Guys, Here. Pat hey. McAfee just walked in the studio. <laughs> hey, oh, oh, shit. Yeah. 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 Yep. Can you smell it? Hey, this is our Have first. Seat. I this, took your chair. This is our first Saturday episode. Uh, would you like to say hi? Only thing I say is don't touch my chair or yeah. microphone. I oh, know. I didn't, I didn't I hear the chair part. Don't touch my chair or microphone. And now Sean out here living his best <laughs> life. <laughs> just hawks everything. No, I, have, no, I have that poopery at my house. But is it you, good? Really? Yeah. What is do you think good? of the smell? Uh, I don't mind it. No, no, you're good. Um, I don't mind it. I don't think. It's a weird mixture, though, with your shit. Yeah. Afterwards. So Absolutely. Are they a sponsor of the show? Uh, no. No. Okay, so <laughs> so the poopery in theory sounds like a great idea. It does. So you spray it in there before you shit, yeah, right? which so, makes sense. No, well, it does make sense, but when you're in a rush, right? Yeah. The last thing you're thinking of whenever your balloon knot's about to explode <laughs> is let's make let me spray this in here. Yeah. So then you spray it in, uh-huh. and it seems good. But then once your shit, it's like a potion now. Yeah. Now yeah, it's, it's like a, a potion. It's of like smells. It's like after gym class when those fucking kids who sweat it real bad just just old, the fucking axe and axe old body spice spray and everything. Yeah, it's a oh. lot like that. But now you're mixing your booty hole with like a fruit <laughs> smell, and it's just a weird thing. It's a yeah. weird. Thing. So I, in theory, I like it, but I think my butthole is so strong with scent that it just completely outpowers the poop. You're gonna smell like just a, a person who has really bad bowels who's also a vegetarian. Yeah, yeah. It, smells <laughs> it smells like a florist is coming out of your asshole. It's that's kind of what it's like. The reason uh, it came up is because I, my buddy, my old roommate, uh, had this shit he brought home from Japan, 
mm-hmm. and it was these little drops. It was a little tiny thing like an eyedropper. You just go boop, boop, boop. You drop it in the toilet, and you couldn't smell. I mean, I, I did work. <laughs> and really? It, it didn't work. You know what we need? So it's like a vaporizer, that one. So yeah, we yeah. need a little thing that hangs in the back of the toilet coffee. bowl that's got a sensor to it that's tied to the seat so that when you sit down and put weight on the seat, it releases mm. just the right amount of smelly it's stuff. It's a little squirt like a cat yeah. does or like a skunk uh-huh. or some sort. Pfft. Yeah, like a, maybe a skunk for your... <laughs> yeah. yeah. Me and Nick had one of those Febreze things in our living room and it just squirted every 15 minutes. Uh-huh. And that's kind of like what it is. I hate those. It creeped me the fuck out. Yeah, they creep me out too. My yeah. mom has them everywhere. <laughs> yeah. It sounds like cats hissing. Febreze is, is handheld. It's supposed to be a handheld mm-hmm. operator because I you agree. feel like you're doing your room a service too when you do that. I got yeah. a new cat, by the way. You got oh. a what? Brand new cat showed up at the house yesterday. What do you mean? Showed How many up cats at the house? is that? How many oh, cats is three that? Cats, one dog, one dog currently in jail, and That's four sweet. deer. Do you have rodents now too? Twelve deer. We got a mouse. Yeah, the house is quickly becoming a zoo. We bought a zoo. <laughs> Can I ask a question? What what? What does a third cat do that two cats didn't, other two cats didn't do? Well, it's a kitten, and I believe this is in place of a baby, a human <laughs> baby. So I'm all about it. Does it have a name? Uh, no named yet, but we're think we're figuring it out. I'm pushing hard for Cuzzo. Let the internet. <laughs> oh, I, like I am pushing hard for Cuzzo. She wants more of a human name because she thinks that's funny, which. I understand, which yeah. I respect. Now, but, is the mouse an unwanted visitor, or is this no, something that Sam went out and bought? No, it didn't. Her mom was doing a garage sale. Sam and her mom are the same human, same exact I human. Agree. Okay, her mom feeds raccoons in the backyard. Like right. they show up at a certain time. Like they're right. on a schedule. The neighborhood raccoons are on a schedule. They show up. Then squirrels get fed. Like her family is all in on these animals. Yeah. They were doing a garage sale. Two mice, two baby little mice, were found in the garage. Right. Uh. So her mom starts crying. Like, obviously, that's your first reaction because she doesn't want to let the, the mice out of the garage because they're so small. She knows that they'll die. They're not ready. So she calls her daughter, Sam, crying, bawling her eyes out. So my lady drives down there, picks up Mickey and Minnie, these two mice. All of a sudden, I come home. Now I'm the owner of two mice all of a sudden. In they're in a house, cage? In a, in a, like, um, like a, a glass... Aquarium? Aquarium. Oh. Yeah, the glass aquarium. They got a little wheel and everything. They're lazy, though. These fuckers are lazy. And the one wouldn't eat, so he he died. So now we only have the That's one. on him. Exactly. That's on him. He had no chance. But yeah. that was a moment we had to have. Sam cried. <laughs> Sam cried. This thing was two days old, probably three days old. It cried. Now we have one mouse. That Nova, our female cat which is the alpha of all the cats, mm-hmm. just stares in the aquarium and like bats it every yeah. time the mouse moves. So it, the mouse thinks he has a friend in this Nova, but Nova just sees him as food as soon as he sneaks out of the fucking It's room. like he's watching Food Channel on a yep. TV, like me when I'm really hungry. I just sit in front of the TV like, oh, that looks delicious. Exactly. So yeah. my house is slowly becoming just... This zoo of things, but this new cat is—he's a G. He gives no fucks. You- he went flying off of a uh, fifteen-foot thing last night. <laughs> Little kitten right onto his face. It was awesome. I love him. <laughs> I love him. I'm a big fan of his. Did you guys see the poem on this by any chance? I did not. There's know. a poem on the back. Yeah, read it. There once was a lad from Roan whose odor he'd rather disown. Now he's taming his poo by anointing the loo, and now happily sits on his throne. Oh, I like oh. it. See, that's what poopery is, though. Your yeah. marketing. Yeah, they it got a good really marketing good too. person. I mean, it's it's the most perfect mix of two words winter that you could berry. possibly open a, a fucking business for. I've never seen berries in the winter, but it's winter berry. Unlike potpourri, which you smoke, which is called spice. Poopery. Wait, that's what spice is. 
Uh, the shit I was smoking was definitely just potpourri. Yeah, <laughs> whatever. I tried that shit one time in Texas. Worst twenty minutes of my life. Yeah, it's like a meth. High. Is it like salvia? Do you guys ever do? Yeah, salvia? that's the shit. Yeah. It's nothing like salvia. It's like meth, more. Well, so. whatever. It, was. it was some fake ass weed. It was some fake ass weed, and it was like, yeah, it's just, I think that's what it, they were calling it. Salvia. Well, salvia is different. It's like no, you're not smoking. Salvia is not fake ass weed. Salvia spice is the fake ass. Mm-hmm. Okay, salvia yeah. is like something you smoke though too. You like sprinkle it on top of your weed, and my body's separated in half. But it's only like a fifteen. minute It's a thing. hallucinogen. Salvia yeah, is a hallucinogen. No, I thought it was that stuff you sprinkle on your food to keep you from being hungry. <laughs> <laughs> What's that called? No, that's Adderall. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was the worst. 15, whatever the fuck it was. People have been snorting cocaine and Adderall for so long as a dietary plan, and it's going to catch up to them at some time. It's going to catch up to him at some time. Hey, Bottom you know what? The, I think the, skinny. the moral question there is, though, would you rather lose weight and get more shit done and live five years less or be fatter, not do shit for an extra five years in your life? Yeah, it's like, I'll take wanna, the, the Do you want to enjoy? Ooh, I, it's like, I, do you want to enjoy your life or do you want to live a little bit longer? It's one of the You only exactly. get one life, I say enjoy it. And those later years are shit anyway, so yeah. you might as well take them from They're yourself. They're all fucking in them senior centers. <laughs> That's just where the doctors themselves. slowly take their money back from you. Mm-hmm. They just get all their money those last five years. Fuck that. How long have you guys been recording this episode? About five we minutes. We just get started. Really? Yeah. So this is a Saturday episode? Yeah, this is first the one. First we haven't even addressed it yet. Saturday episode. You gave us the green light. We're like, fuck it. Let's do it. It's a weekend. Yeah. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of people that don't do a lot on weekends. They either get drunk and then they're laying around or they're watching games and now the games are done. It's a, mm-hmm. This is a perfect recipe to have you guys in their ears on the weekend. And even if you go do stuff, you got to get in your car to go get there. Yeah, mm. what better? And who to do wants to listen to radio? <laughs> <laughs> not fuck a radio. Not us. <laughs> fuck a radio. They all listen to their the, yesterday to the Friday bangers. That's why today the, they're just listening to top podcasts. By the way, non music. Sh- yesterday's show of uh, the Pat McAfee show was so good. It was so, <laughs> lit. <laughs> so good. Shit was lit. <laughs> yeah. Have, have, don't think we've recorded it yet. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's, it's a home run. Good. I think it's a home run. <laughs> At Nick Morado's also here. What are you up to? Brother, I am here. I and uh, Vibs is wearing the same shirt as me, and yeah, it's a huge Twinkies compliment. Today. I feel like I see that they both have the uh, sorry. He he wants to be a shirt. hockey guy now. So yep. Ah. Is that B? Is B a hockey guy? <laughs> He's a huge hockey guy. <laughs> <laughs> but B is not allowed at uh, PNG Paints Arena because he got thrown out for fighting. <laughs> Another Pittsburgh Penguins. What do you call it? What's the place? PNG Paints Arena. PNG. The <laughs> 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 <a> PNG file. <laughs> It's, yeah, it's PNG. Yeah. What, what is it? What is it actually? PPG. PPG. <laughs> PNGs are a really important part of the internet, though. So yeah, yeah. transparent backgrounds, cause yes, sir. Yeah, you got to ping everything around. Yeah, that's yeah. the way it goes. <laughs> Jesus, unbelievable. The twenty dollars chef at Sean Latham is here. What's up, man? How's it going, boys? I'm doing great today. I feel wonderful. I'm ready to fuck this day up. You're looking good. Did you go to the gym this morning? You got damn right, I did. Uh oh. No, and I, you really? I went to karate, taekwondo, the gym. I did yoga. Wait, what? This guy's fucking Bruce Lee, combining all, all the arts. I got up at four thirty and just got after it today. How many dojos did you stop? By? <laughs> <laughs> I worked out this morning too, bud. Did you? Oh, yeah. yeah. Are, you, are you turning over a new leaf? Well, my massage chair got delivered, and I had to carry it from our mailroom up to our fucking apartment, <laughs> which, which I promise you was a fucking pain in the ass. Across I drove that my, parking lot? Yeah, I crossed the parking lot. I drove my car to the mailroom. I was going to throw it in there. 
box. Was, this is a big fucking chair. The box was way too big to fit in my car, so I had to drag all the way in the Kia, car. huh? Yeah. Didn't in fit the in the Kia. Kia. Yeah, the massage a- chair didn't fit in the <laughs> Kia. First Who off, first off, it's a luxury Kia. It's a vastly superior machine. Were you? Dick slap is my game. Did you drive by the new house today? No, why? Oh, I drove by the new house and there's a Kia behind me, and I was like, Diggs is looking at the house too. <laughs> they, they, you know, they're all getting the house together, Pat. Yeah, I've heard. Where's um, this house at? Yeah, I've heard. Uh, I, supposedly it's in the uh, homosexual sector of Indianapolis. It's on. Oh. I don't want to. I almost just gave our address, which probably would have been a bad idea. Yikes! Yeah. Yikes! Very clean over there. Though. Oh, but it's, it's only like well, we're very neat it's and amazing. we're thin. And, I want you know. That's a that's a pro move because that's going to be a great neighborhood. Forever, Dude, you know so I mean? safe. You're going to have nice, clean. cool people around you. But yeah, everyone I tell no where problem. I'm living, they're like, oh, that's the gay section of Indianapolis. And I was like, well, they're going to be phenomenal neighbors. Yeah, phenomenal absolutely. neighbors. <laughs> absolutely. Couldn't even think about it. West Hollywood's the best place to live in L.A. I guess it's just very clean, super nice. Is, is it, no parking, either. Is no it, parking. Is it still there? Those fires are fucking insane. Uh, scary shit. Hey, yeah. Let's, uh, Hey, thanks for just taking it down to a real serious thing. Well, no, I was just saying, like, that we're just shooting the shit right now, and That's, those fires are fucking insane. I feel so bad for those people. That video looked like a movie yesterday. It looked like exactly what like what your worst nightmare could did look you, like. Have oh, you ever yeah. seen Absolutely. This Is the End? No. No, it's like with, like, <laughs> well, maybe it was like Danny McBride. It's who's funny, in it? Danny McBride, Franco, uh, who's Seth it? Rogen, Jonah Hill, oh, all of them. Oh, They're oh, all by the way, next, Craig Robinson. Yeah, next yeah, Thursday show, Seth Rogen. Awesome. Yeah, if you could yeah. make him not laugh, I would appreciate yeah. that. Yeah, because that laugh is pretty yeah. terrible. I so many questions about marijuana, but I feel like <laughs> um, those fires, though, like that's some wild shit. So you look at what's happening to Hollywood, right? Uh-huh. It's getting burnt down. Mm-hmm. It's right drying now. out. Because literally and figuratively. Li- yeah. Like Hollywood's yeah. t- taking a hit right now. Mm-hmm. They're hoping 2018 is in a good spot because there's so many people that live out there. It's a sad situation. What, what was that town in the Bible that got burned down because they were all fucking each other? Oh, um, um uh, Sodom. Sodom and Gomorrah. Sodom. Yeah. I feel like you're asking the wrong fucking yeah. group of people. <laughs> I was excited to hear that answer, though. I didn't know that was a story in the book. I'm, I'm excited to utilize this one in my next conversation with super religious people. What did you say? Happened? It was the Vegas of the Bible. So the city was basically the city of sin. That's where you went there and you got hookers and you, just, awesome. you could do fucking spice, probably whatever the hell you wanted to do back then. Their version of spice it was just uh, frankincense. They would just <laughs> light it on fire and smoke it. Pat, think of Persia in the movie. 300. Oh, oh crazy I like that. place. Crazy. Good time. They got some fake <laughs> God. <laughs> you haven't seen the movie 300, have you? Uh, oh, oh, just, oh, <laughs> oh, oh. Yeah, I see you, man. We're forced to watch it for football. Any of those movies that are super motivational about little guy winning always is a must-watch in football. Fuck yeah, it is. Mm. Do people in the locker room respond well to that? Are they like, oh, yeah, sweet? Or are they yeah, like, God damn. 300 was a movie that was revered, I think, by every culture and every human on Earth just because it was such a good story. Yeah. Such a weird ending, though. Yeah, that giant gold godlike dude. Yeah. Uh, obviously, Xerxes. Belichick, right? He was Belichick against <laughs> everybody else. No, that's Goodell. Yeah, right. <laughs> yeah you're right. You're right. <laughs> that's Goodell up Who there. Who just got fucking Who's paid. literally on a tower of gold right now. Just that motherfucker, fucking... $200 fucking million dollars with no competition, no other person up for grabs come on two wow. million the fuck on wow. it's like fuck. putin yeah, putin. 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 yeah. How, about, yeah how about it was but, released that putin's running for re-election like i didn't know there was anyone else that could run for election I see, what I a thought, dog and pony show see i thought they had other people running for election and then putin was like above them does that make sense like i thought there was a, a oh. rotating position right here that was like the like, president like a vice president below putin no but i think they were like titled like the the president almost and putin's just like the superior <laughs> yeah. that's what i always thought was kind of like england where there's a queen who doesn't do dick and then yep. there's someone yeah but prime putin, minister the prime minister yeah but putin does a lot of dick yeah putin, <laughs> <laughs> he does a lot of dick yeah. in comparison. To Speaking, did you also see Putin fucking um, 
is okay. Well, Russian got banned from the Olympics first. Icarus for, for Icarus, by the way, mm-hmm. the documentary Icarus. Stay and, woke. And Putin said it's fine if the Olymp- if the athletes go to the Olympics. Do you think that's like a real like? No, no, you guys go ahead. See what the fuck happens. <laughs> I don't know if it is the case or not, but the fact that they're assembling their own team and maybe and going in as an independent, I think is awesome. And I want them to win because what's going to happen if they win is when they take the podium to be issued their medals, they're not going to have a national anthem to play. No, for. they have to play the Olympic yeah, song. No, they have to play this. Would that not be the best Olympic ceremony of all times? I just, it fucking would. It'd be fucking super lit. Yeah. <laughs> Work hard. She a bad boy. If you ain't on it, a bunch of Russian guys drinking vodka right up there like, we did it! Independent. By the way, for the listeners, by the listeners, for the listeners at home, um, I am not that cool that I, I picked no, this song. I was for not that expecting joke. a little boozy drop from you from the but clouds. I have a very cool friend who knows everything about music, Pat McAfee. <laughs> <laughs> I, I went to him yesterday I was, and I go, I need a song for what would the Russian hockey team play if they were independents and won instead of a national anthem. That's what I was that's why I was laughing so hard is I was just pictured you on your fucking with your with your glasses on up at your computer searching songs for independence. Him he literally walked into the office, uh, walked downstairs, he was like, I got a question for you, but nobody can hear it. I was like, all right, let's go to my office. He was like the Russians are allowing their athletes to form their own team, basically. Mm-hmm. They're like an independent team, and whenever they win, what is the song they're going to play? I was like, they're independent? He was like, yeah. Oh, here we go. <laughs> it took like, like 30 seconds. I looked yeah. it up on Spotify, <laughs> and I played it for him, and Todd's head just started bobbing. He's <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah, I think that's it. And he just walked out. He's like, what, what is it? Webby? What's his name? What's his name? Webby with an IE? Yeah, it was good. I'm happy that yeah, it was interesting. Uh, it was a very cool thing. But it is true, though, because that's where, remember, we had thoughts way back in the day that the goal of this whole thing is to get rich enough to buy a piece of land, create our own country, then become Olympic yeah. country. Yeah, yeah. So then we could just send ourselves out there mm-hmm. for every single thing. And getting to pick your country's national anthem would be a fun, <laughs> that'd be a fun thing to do. I mean, hey, DJ Khaled, yeah. I need like what you do, but without you. So like, get, like uh, I, need, I need every rapper you could think of. I need a couple... Uh, Give me a couple like techno people. Calvin Harris may be in there because we know each other. And let's just make the biggest banger of all time. That is <laughs> our country's national anthem. <laughs> so you write your own song. You don't just take an existing song, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah for sure. Yeah, yeah. the yeah. Russians though, they're not. They haven't been allowed to think. Putin's been thinking for them for a while, <laughs> yeah, 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 so yeah. they have to take what, another song. What do you want to put in your song? Uh, something about just being the greatest country. <laughs> so you would go if you couldn't represent America, you'd still go. Uh, if I had my own country, no. Well, you'd have to be independent or whatever. No, I don't think so. That's what like because like if I, guess, I own my own country, I would go correct representing. Yeah. But I'm saying like me. the Russian athletes, like they're not allowed to represent Russia. If you weren't allowed to go as an American, would you go? Yeah, but I feel like everybody in the world, when watching them, is going to look at them as having Russia. Like they're going. Oh be, yeah, for sure. Yeah. Ilya Kovalchuk's like a famous Russian hockey player, and he said he wants to go and he wants to do it the, for Russia. Supposedly like, their best skater, I guess the best skater in the world is not going. Says she won't do it unless she's for Russia. I would go for sure. I don't give a fuck what country. Hold I'm on, going hold for. on. How are they allowed in though? Like you- and who's drug testing them? Because the way they were beating this was this I- <laughs> magical scheme that was being run by scientists, basically. In this Icarus documentary, they break down how this 
genius scientist was cheating the Olympic piss testing with cameras and mirrors and like back doors and like sliding throughout, like very dirty shit was happening. So these independent people who've been training with those scientists for the last four years, taking a lot of steroids mm-hmm. that were on a, a routine, a scheduled routine of which steroids to take when, that's why they get so good at everything. You think these scientists are just going to stop? Because they're not representing... <laughs> you think Putin isn't going to pay yeah, these right? scientists? Like, they're going to run in... Now it's going to be the independent countries fucking over the Olympics yeah. just because it's Russia. Those scientists have a gun to their head. Yeah, there's no way yeah. that independent country isn't going to be still running with Russia. Yeah, like, Putin's basically... still going to take credit. If yes, he's gonna be like, sure. yeah, That's my people, though. <laughs> yeah, we're still, all we're basically going to do right now is watch Ocean's 12 this time. <laughs> <laughs> a whole new scheme with a whole new... <laughs> What a fucking movie plot. I fucking love it. Oh, dude. Jesus. Did you see Christ. the uh, time person of the year selection? Persons. Persons in this case. I did see that. Now, I'm going to be honest. That was huge because it's going to change the world drastically forever. Because entertainment is in everybody's lives every single day. Mm-hmm. And all of this shit that was done in the dark that is coming to the light now is a life-changing, world-changing thing. Yeah. I agree with that completely. So them winning is a understandable thing because they've changed the world drastically. It is. And did you hear the- Jeff Bezos, though, has changed people's lives. Like, I think he'll win 2018. This is like a a Hank, Amazon guy? Amazon guy. Amazon guy, (laughs) Dicks. He has changed. People aren't even leaving their house anymore to do anything. And he's just got like machines showing up at their doors with everything you could possibly ask. He has to win in 2018, but I think time did the right thing. I'm happy. Yeah, I'm happy that they won. The only thing I would say is like if you're a silence breaker and you're like, oh, you know, thank you so much for picking me because that was hard for me to come out like that. But at the same time, I think a little wind was taken out of their sails when they saw the list of people that they beat out. Because they're like, oh, okay, I beat out Kim Jong Un <laughs> yeah. and the, the guy in China and Kaepernick, and tra- you know, it's like, huh, what choice? Like, there's no Gandhis anymore. Where are all the Gandhis? <laughs> Jeff <laughs> Bezos is a Gandhi. <clears throat> yeah, well, I'll tell you that that motherfucker owns more money than anybody on earth. But the Silence Breakers, I think, are by far the the proper choice for time. Absolutely, it wasn't the first time either that they did like a group of people. And I went back and looked. <clears throat> Two of my favorite time people of the year ever. Was uh, 2014 was the Ebola fighters? Love them, good people. Remember when those motherfuckers were wearing like the full suits, yeah. like the yeah. warehouse uh, what hazard hazmat suits while wheeling a human on yeah, like uh, they had a sky cam on like CNN, uh-huh. and they were rolling out of an ambulance into an airport, and there was like these three muscular dudes in these hazmat suits with spaceship hats on yeah. and then there's just one person laying in the middle like just with a blanket on <laughs> and they're like, nobody's even scared to, everybody's scared to even look at you they well, won't even breathe Dustin Hoffman's leading the pack <laughs> where's that little monkey <laughs> it was bad that Ebola thing was wild I know I, I think we all have a chance of winning next year too myself I mean probably Jeff hopefully but if he doesn't I think we got a good chance because there's a possibility that uh, they might give it to all of us who were uh Circumcised as infants against our consent. <laughs> think about that. Yeah, I am a part of something. <laughs> yes, yeah, we are. We are a part of it. I can protest something. Yes, absolutely. Oh, well, I speaking was of, wondering. I didn't sign a waiver for that. Speaking of protest, in 2011, they gave the per- person of the year to protesters. Like not the, a bad anyone move. Who, anyone who fucking protested was time person of the year. Hey, have you ever shown up at your school lunch and said no more? <laughs> You're fucking time it was man all of the protesters. Year. It was like it was like during uh, what was that? What fucking year was that? 2015. Eleven. 
It was like when Wall Street, uh, what was the Occupy Wall Occupy Street? Wall yeah. Street when no one with it, it was. Fucking- so that's the joke where everybody says 2011 time man of the year, or woman of the year, person of the year. People say that. There's, that's really that's a resume. That's on like a Twitter bio. Like there's some people who tweet me and oh, I'll go wow. over and they're like 2011 times person. person of the year. Of well, I'm, year. Just, I'm glad they're it opening makes sense it up. That, no, that makes so much sense. <laughs> yeah, that makes. So, I would be claiming that too if I knew. Like I'm like I'm gonna start claiming that because in 2011 I was not happy about something. Right. I, I'm sure I protested Absolutely. something in 2011. Yeah. At least you know you did. I mean we're two and 14 that year. I'm protesting <laughs> a lot. <laughs> I was protesting a lot. You should have won me. at least five more games that year, though. You yeah. really dropped the food. I mean, at the they end were of the close. There was a lot of games that were real games. close games, but we lost them. I was protesting that shit the whole year. Look at me. Times <laughs> <laughs> man of the year. <laughs> <laughs> Look at you. Oh, let's go. You too, Diggs. I know you I was, weren't, you weren't happy something. about something. <laughs> Fucking. I'm glad time opened it up because it used to be man of the year, and now it's like person or peoples of the year. Mm. And I would have went with, I would have nominated the sun. Because the eclipse this year really brought everyone yeah. together. Ah. It was a real big unity moment for everyone. Everyone wanted to see the eclipse. And the sun, being selfless as it is, let the moon take all the spotlight. Wow. wow. Uh, Nick, can I be honest with you woke. for a Huge. second? Wow. That was the single greatest thing that you've ever wow. said on this show. Something to think about. <laughs> I've Fuck. never been more impressed with Some... your brain. Hashtag blown away. <laughs> that master's the degree. <laughs> The, the sun. fucking sun? That master's degree was not wasted. I'm going to tell you right now. That was it's money well spent. Times man of the year, person it of the year, star, forever. Star of the year. For, the sun. The sun. Mm-hmm. The sun's like the basis behind 30 different gods. There's another Netflix fucking <laughs> documentary you can watch. Look up Horus, the Egyptian god. He was just the sun and all the constellation people were his whatever. Anyways, the sun deserves it. It, it was like everyone was pissed off about something. If you want to be pissed, okay, well, here, just be pissed off at the sun. You're either pissed off at the eclipse or you love it. Except for it those took all our attention. Except for those fucking idiots who burn their eyeballs out by looking directly at it. No, they deserved it. <laughs> oh, no, those people were holding a, a cupcake box. What were you <laughs> What are you holding over your fucking head? Listen, if you put a, if you poked holes in a cereal box, it was fine. It was not. <laughs> You're supposed to take the cereal out, though. You're like, yeah, I can't see shit. Vince. What's this toy <laughs> in the bottom? And I got sugar in my eye. Vince and Sean, did you guys have a different person of the year? Any, either of you two? Mine's Nick now. Uh, <laughs> Nick's pretty for impressive. Real. Thank you. Thank you. Those who nominate good also deserve an award. <laughs> that was an incredible nomination there. It was. Yeah. Hey, we got a chance to talk to a really funny guy. Uh, he's one of the brains behind Key and Pill, and you see him now on the very hilarious comedy superstore. Let's go to the phone. Joining us on the phone, he's been a writer for Mad TV, the Arsenio Hall show, Key and Pill, and now he's a big deal on the show, Superstore. Please welcome comedic genius Colton Dunn. Let's go. <laughs> Hello, hello. Hey, buddy. Thanks for joining us. You're a, you're a Minnesota guy, right, originally? Oh, I am. Born and raised, yeah. And you live in L.A. now? Well, born and born in L.A. Uh, <laughs> I, live in, uh, I live in L.A. now, and I stay here. Uh, it's very cold in Minnesota. <laughs> yeah, very cold. What part of Minnesota did you grow up? St. Paul. Nice. That's... Yeah. Uh, um, what's the comedy club there? They got a little comedy club there, right? Um, uh, Acme. They have okay. Acme. Acme Comedy Club. Yeah, that's over in Minneapolis. Yeah, Minneapolis. Uh, and uh, then there's uh, there's one at Knuckleheads out at the Mall of America for a little while. Yeah, very good. Hey, um, so tell me a little bit about uh, Superstore. You're a writer and you play you play a role, right? No, I don't write for Superstore. Oh, you don't. I have written 
quite a bit uh, for my in my career. But for Superstore, I just uh, I decided just to act. You know, when you're when you're a writer, uh, it's a good job, and you get all the free coffee you want. But when you're <laughs> acting, when you're acting, not only do you get a good job. But uh, people just bring you coffee. You know I mean? <laughs> nice little um, step up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's a little bit of a step up. Uh, a... So I'm just kind of trying to enjoy that. So, um, so after writing for so long and then just being an actor, do you ever, um, do you ever like just adjust the lines to make it funnier? I mean, is that how does that work? You're like, well, I think if I said this, it might be a little bit of a funnier line. Oh, you know that. Yeah, <laughs> I, I was yeah. just wondering because yeah. um, for sure, yeah, the best thing about our show is that it's really good for that. You know, um, all all the performers on the show are pretty good improvisers, uh, and so you know we'll always do the take kind of as scripted. Uh, but they always give us an opportunity to kind of throw in our own thing, and you know, uh, you know, for for me, definitely, and Mark McKinney and Lauren Ash, uh, you know, we're always definitely coming up with, um, you know, with alternative lines. Are, are you particularly recruited for these types of shows? Because I, I know you've been on the League, Parks and Rec, and now Superstore. These these shows because you have an improv background um, that they are kind of free with the script. You know, definitely, and I mean, you know, it's also the, all those shows, you know, that you mentioned are all populated by other people that I've worked with. Um, at the Upright Citizens Brigade Theater, uh, and, uh, you know, just kind of coming up through the comedy scene. Uh, you know, so in, in comedy, it's a lot of, like, networking. If you watch a comedy show, the people you're seeing on screen have probably worked together somewhere before. Um, you know, so it is, with those shows in particular, improv's really big, you know, because those shows, you know, The League, you know, Parks and Rec and Superstore, you know, they're really kind of grounded, like, everyday people kind of shows. Right. Um, and so I think being able to sort of improvise and, and have uh, the characters kind of be uh, real straight shooters and, uh, and, and, you know, very grounded characters is important. My favorite kind of show, for sure. Colton, uh, Todd mentioned it when he introduced you a little bit. So you wrote, produced, and uh, occasionally performed during Key and Peele's run. Uh, did you have any comment or reaction when Dave Chappelle kind of criticized them for, quote-unquote, stealing his show? <laughs> I mean, you know, uh, I didn't, I didn't, I, I, I kind of had that reaction. <laughs> you know, we, we'd all been doing sketch comedy for years at that point. So, you know, uh, you know, I mean, if, if to, you know, just sort of blatantly go, well, if there's other black guys doing a sketch comedy show, <laughs> um, you know, I, I love, I love his show. I think he's hilarious. I don't have anything bad to say about him, you know, but we, we'd all been doing sketch comedy for years. I was on Mad TV with George and Keegan. You know, way before uh, the, uh, the uh, Dave Chappelle show. Absolutely, so, I thought that you know, was nobody, kind of a ridiculous. Nobody, nobody, nobody was trying to steal his show. Yeah, it was a ridiculous statement by him for sure. Do you remember the first joke you ever wrote for one of the shows? The first joke that I ever wrote. Yeah, like first sketch, first or whatever? show. Oh boy, let's see. Um, I mean, I guess I would say uh, probably I'd have to go to like Mad TV. Okay. Um, and you know, it was a. Parody that I wrote. Oh boy, what was that show called? Where uh, <laughs> Exhibit would like like bit uh, my ride would make people's cars. Yeah, pit my ride. I'm trying to remember what the bit was. Oh, it was pit my bride. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, so basically, Exhibit would show up, and he, you know, to it's kind of like a, a mashup between those wedding makeover shows and a Pimp My Ride show, <laughs> and he just made the, the whole wedding, uh, you know, very hood and, you know, hood extravagant with, like, flat screen TVs under the pews and stuff like that. 
That's hilarious. <laughs> it's hilarious. Right, so I was reading, you moved to New York in 98. Were you already doing some, uh, I mean, you were you started young as shit then. That means you were like 18 or 19. Oh, yeah. I was very young. I made the mistake of right before I went to college, uh, two weeks before I started college, I took a trip with some friends out to New York uh, and went and saw a bunch of comedy shows. And I was already pretty into comedy. And, you know, the University of Minnesota is a great school. It's very tough to compete with. New York City. Yeah, uh, you know. So once I once I once I went back and I was in in uh, college for a few weeks, I just kind of felt like I just wanted to go out to New York and uh, and give comedy a shot. I've heard, I've heard you talk about ghost hunting before. Uh, is that something you're interested in? <laughs> <laughs> and you should know. You heard me talk about that. Yeah, yeah, I definitely <laughs> have. And then you should know, Colton. We. Uh, our whole podcast, we are ghost hunters, <laughs> and that's that's oh, the truth. You are. Yeah, yeah, we're official now. We went okay. on, we went on our first one, uh, oh, Halloween, right before Halloween, Halloween, and we're gonna okay. go again. I uh, probably well, in February. Well, you know what? Good luck to you guys. I got bad news for you. <laughs> yeah. I watch every season of Ghost Hunters, every season, they have not found one ghost. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, the ghosts uh, have to know, right? Ghosts have to be like, listen, they got the cameras okay. here. Nobody show up. I mean, that's what well, ghosts yeah, have to be yeah. doing, right? I mean, okay, yes. The ghosts are either making a, a, a conscious choice to hide from all of the cameras, <laughs> or, and I mean, I'm just, I'm just going to throw this out there, or there's no ghosts. Fake. <laughs> I don't know. Or, I, or ghosts are fake news. I don't know. I see but, way uh, less deer <laughs> at deer hunting season than I do when I'm just driving down the road. So, yeah, maybe, maybe it's that situation. <laughs> Hey, um, there you go. <laughs> <laughs> do I have this right that you were part of an improv group called Boom Chicago that was based in Amsterdam? Oh, yeah. How yeah, long were you in Amsterdam for two years? Oh, wow. Two years. Two years in Amsterdam. Tay Yellerin, uh, and I lived out there and did improv comedy for uh, the Dutch, for French people, for Australian tourists. Uh, and for Americans who just wanted to smoke weed. <laughs> can you speak a little Dutch then? Uh, I can speak a Klein and Mayor Lawrence, uh, but uh, it goes away little by little every year. Yeah. Um, you know, the nice thing about being in Holland, uh, you know, and, and in Europe just in general, is everybody speaks English. So, uh, you know, no matter where you go, pretty much everybody... Uh, speaks English, so you, but when you're there for about two years, it starts to become a little fun because you can really surprise them. If you speak <laughs> a little bit of Dutch, they're kind right. of blown away. Did the Dutch get like the American cultural references that you do? Uh, not all of them. They wouldn't get all of them. That's the the one thing. You know, like I, I was out there, Jordan Peele, uh, Seth Meyers. Uh, we were all performers um, out there, and, uh, and there's a lot of people who write. Uh, you know, that you'll see on shows. Ike Barinholtz uh-huh. uh, is another Boom Chicago guy. Uh, but the best thing training as a comedian going out there is that you can't just use your reference base. You know, you can't just walk out and talk about Chick Fil A or whatever it is. They don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> um, so that was good. You know, we had to broaden it out a little bit. And they also just have like different like sort of taboos. You know, like you cannot make a joke about Hitler in oh, oh, yeah. right. They don't, they don't. They don't care how funny it is. They don't care if you're like, hey, look, look at Hitler. Look how stupid he is. And they'll be like, no, we don't. We don't want to talk about him or not do that at all. <laughs> <laughs> to bring it up too soon. Uh, <laughs> I have one more question for you. Uh, Colton, um, the, I, I'm always interested, like somebody that's so involved been in TV for so long, you've worked on some great shows. What's a guy like you, like other than the shows you've worked on and you're currently part of, um, like what are your go-to TV shows when you're at home? Uh, you know, I'm, I'm, yeah, I, you know, here's the thing. 
uh, it was ghost hunting shows for a long time <laughs> until I, I just never got any ghosts. Then I did a lot of UFO shows. You know, I love those shows, but again, you know, they, they never they never pay off at the end. Right. So, uh, so then I got into a little bit more of those kind of the forensic files type shows uh-huh, uh-huh. because there was going to be a payoff. Um, <laughs> but you know, now I'm just really into you know the nice thing about these days is there's just so much crazy TV out there. Um, you know, so obviously I'm doing Stranger Things. Uh-huh. Um, you know, I just finished watching The Punisher on Netflix. Mm-hmm. You know, there's a, there's a Jean-Claude Van Damme show oh, on God. Amazon that's completely ridiculous. You got to check that out if you can. He's a ridiculous uh, person. Todd, and, Todd loves searching Netflix for Jean-Claude Van Damme movies. And Steven Seagal. And Steven Seagal <laughs> is in every third movie on Netflix. Yeah. Dude, I don't know how he keeps making movies. <laughs> he can't even move anymore. Uh, they have to fast you know, forward through his action chair sequence. in the whole movie. Yeah. <laughs> well, he doesn't have to move, guys. He he throws chi balls around. <laughs> Just launching chi balls. Well, Colton, Nate, hey, thanks for joining us, buddy. Uh, this was very cool of you. And I want um, everybody to uh, to follow uh, Colton on Twitter at Captain Dope, but it's short at Cap Dope. C A P T D O P E, which is probably the coolest. Uh, Cap Dope. <laughs> Of all time. And check him out on the Superstore. It's such a great show. And, uh, dude, we're just thrilled that you came on. Thank you so much. Yeah, of course. Thanks for having me. All right, buddy. Thanks, man. Take care. Bless. Thanks so much to Colton Dunn for coming in. He's killing life right now. Fuck yeah, dude. He's been doing <sighs> comedy for since one of the greatest shows Sean? of all time. Yeah. Yeah, probably younger. Probably younger. He moved like when he was 20 or whatever to New York. Dude, yeah. And we, he, weekends are uh, all about TV for me. That's a big, big part of my life. <laughs> you mentioned Icarus. Is like yeah. your favorite documentary? You no, really get behind it? No, it's not my favorite. I just think this whole documentary thing that Netflix has really brought into my life has changed the world for me. The, the Icarus thing was so deep. I just, every night I go on there looking for new documentaries to watch. Literally, I, every they, single they're night. They're littered with them. It's brutal. Jim and Andy it. fucking thing. Oh. I mean, there's so much. I yeah. literally. I'm looking forward. So, like, I love it. I'm I'm addicted. Already. We're gonna give the listeners some recommendations. Like, I if like that. You, in, in your downtime on the weekend, I like maybe that. you're looking to you go through Netflix or Hulu or whatever you're watching, and you're gonna look for a little gem maybe you're not familiar with. Uh, let's just dig. let's set you up a one? new schedule for you. Okay, <laughs> Friday night. You go out, you have a great time. Do it. Maybe even Thursday night. Start it a little early. Whether it's Thursday, Thursday, whatever you want to do. Ladies night. Do your thing. Ladies night. Get in there Friday. Finish out your day, whether it's work, school, whatever the fuck you're into. Mm-hmm. Or you don't do anything. I mean, just do whatever you got to do. Go out Friday. <laughs> in the morning, you're a little hungover. Like 10, 30, 11, before you head to brunch. Go ahead and pop on this podcast. Go to brunch, come back, look for these documentaries. Here's a good Saturday for you. Maybe even a better Sunday. It's all up to you and how you feel. But I mean, this is a new schedule. Congratulations. You have a brand new weekend (laughs) schedule that is going to be making the most of your time. Congratulations. Or a movie or TV show. Whatever. Yes. Something new to you. Diggs. I got you. You're very hungover on a Saturday. You You had a good Friday night. Wow. It was great. Fucking great. Had a good time. You're so hungover that you're having a hard time moving. So let me do you a favor. You have to throw one TV channel on. That's it. Just one. And you're set for hours. Got you here. It's a surprise, too, what TV station this is. MTV. Oh, what the fuck just happened? Hey. Hey. (laughs) What's going on? Before. Hey. Is this a setup for your Netflix picks? (laughs) Guys. Guys. Before. It was a surprise to me, too. 10.30 a.m. till 1 p.m., Mr. and Mrs. Smith, Brad Pitt, Angelina Jolie. Buck, wow. buck yourself in for that. 1 to 3.30, 8 Mile. Eminem, heard of them? Wow. What? Everybody in the 313. 
Put your, Put your motherfucking, motherfucking hands, hands up. <laughs> Wait, did you like? Did you go through the TV? You guide went to the program guys, schedule, guys. guys is... I do work. Okay, all right. What a researcher! <laughs> this guy's a professional. Three thirty to six. Four brothers. Marky Mark. Heard oh of them? Tyrese. Four brothers. I just set you up from ten thirty a.m. till six p.m. Go ahead. Watch some movies through your hangover. You'll be good. Nice. Four brothers is yeah. what you came yeah. up with. <laughs> Kill yourself what before you watch Four Brothers. What is Four Brothers? I love four. Mark Wahlberg. He's in it. Movie. He's like a great a, movie. The only they were all adopted by this. <laughs> Not good, Sean says. <laughs> no, it's a great Not movie. Oh. No, it's far from great. No, it's a great oh. movie. Your to, suggestion to, was what again? Uh, Mr. and Mrs. Smith for four movie. and a half hours in the morning. No. Then three, eight mile. Uh huh. And then Four Brothers. Great, wow! Great movie. I love Four Brothers. <laughs> why? Love why are we, who watches live TV and it's all edited? Like what do you, you mean? It's all edited. It's on Vips. MTV. Censored. This is you have to. You don't have to do anything here. Okay? Yeah, but it's edited. Diggs just... loves censored shit. He'll play like censored music on yeah. a Spotify. By the way, you're safe. You're safe in that situation. Mm, playing the censored music. <laughs> I don't <laughs> safe. If, if anyone knows me, they know I don't swear. Sean, you got a recommendation? <laughs> Not as good as those. <laughs> <laughs> All right, first of all, a movie anybody could have skipped over. B- fucking great movie. Place, uh, it's Place in Between the Pines. Oh, yes. great, great film. I like that. Really good. A lot of twists and turns. Who's in there? Good looking dudes in there. Uh, Ryan Gosling, yeah, Ray Liotta, Bradley Cooper. Bradley Cooper. <laughs> what? And also, my, one of my loves. What's, uh, it what's called? the name? I don't know if I like Bradley Cooper's cop character in that. Oh, it's, it's Place oh. Between the Pines. And um, Eva Mendez oh. as well, who's my my all time go to beautiful person on earth. When Rygos and Eva are like laying in bed feeding what? each other apples. Oh. 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 Ryan Gosling and Eva are in bed doing what? Feeding each other apples. What, f- what movie is this? Between the Pines? Place Between the Pines. Place in Between the Pines. Top um, five favorite movies. Great movies. Are Top they? five? Mo- yeah. I've never what? heard of it. Do you know how... That's s- why I'm here. You know how sexy that child <laughs> is going to be? Yeah. <laughs> that little kid? Uh, the, the Gosling and Mendez child? All right, let's, they have a kid to be, together, right? In real life? Yeah. Yes, thank you. Yes. Like, that kid's life is just... From that her, movie? Is it from that movie? I don't know. It might be. Her ass when she's laying on the bed in... Um, training day? Training day. Hey, we'll just uh, fuck the rest of my list. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. We can't talk in between hey, your. Oh, you got more song. than one. That was that's nice. Good. I just wanted to good. drop a quick little quick yeah. handful, and Do you it. guys tell me to go fuck myself. No, drop. No, He's no. got ten on here. Well, hold on though. I think Fucking I have a real question though. You movie sen- people, sensitive uh-huh. Sean over here. You movie people. That was like two minutes in there. You movie people. <laughs> <laughs> it was like a two minute gap. You movie people. Uh huh. A lot of people seem to like end up. Marrying or dating after they do movies, together, yeah, right. Is yeah. that like a very normal thing? I think so. Wow, I think they're just on set together, hanging out for fucking two months. Hey, or let's six not months. talk in between your picks. Yeah, let's yeah, make yeah. The, uh, well, chick, I'm sorry, I didn't have a fucking five minute uh, setup on how to watch Stranger the Things. Watch they're dating list. now. <laughs> do I, Nick? The chick and the dude from Stranger Things are dating now. The oh, kids, really? the two kids, the yeah, older ones, uh, Nancy Wheeler and uh, uh, the weirdo. Those kids are tough to watch on interviews. I know they're very successful and probably incredible actors, but when they're thrown on late night television, which is the only time I see them. It's an interesting situation because the, the, all four of them are there, right? There's right. four of them, mm-hmm. and not all of them get to talk. Yeah. So it's like, oh, I feel like this one's definitely going to be the screech later. <laughs> <laughs> you know, like I'm like, this one's going to hate them later and write a book about it. It's weird. But I've heard Stranger Things is incredible, obviously. I've heard. I never got on with uh, that one. Not it's, you. it's all right. Ozarks. I get why people like it, but it's not really my thing. Is that your second recommendation right Ozarks there? all day. It's a fantastic oh. show. There you go. That's Documentary, sh- Tyson Doc, um, old school shows, Trailer Park Boys, oh. and Mad Men. The Seinfeld, the yep. new Seinfeld one is dope. And uh, the monk episode of Chef's Table. 
Nice. Wow. Strong picks. That's a diverse fucking portfolio. You, you guys, a little bit of everything in there for anybody. You guys know this segment has to last. Like, we can't just give I, all that. <laughs> hey, ne- Netflix you. updates every week, brother. Speaking yeah. of brother, men, Not um, always good, though. No, by the no, way, no, 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 no. By the way, Netflix, you have the world by the balls. I get it. Mm-hmm. But I think this motherfucker's on your ass because, like, Amazon's got a lot of money. Jeff Bev- Bezos. Yep. They're, They're on you. The updates aren't always great. And I get very upset now that I'm all in on these documentaries. Mm-hmm. And I just see, like, shit, 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 shit. I'm like, why are we adding these, Netflix? Let's go. Let's have a little bit of a selection. Yeah, do process. people really watch those? Yeah, I don't no. know. <laughs> Sean, speaking of Mad Men, it's the first snow happened today. Do you know what that means? No. Shorts. <laughs> it's old, old fashioned. fashioned it's old fashioned. Oh, old fashioned yeah. seasons. Get yeah, yourself an old fashioned kid oh. at home. Make yourself some old fashions. I watched nice. the first four seasons, but it was like when it was on H. Whenever channel was on, I watched uh, AMC. Uh, yeah, 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 yeah AMC. I so I watched that shit at home. But I was just I just started watching. It I, I like how much work you put into that because you you picked something for any for everybody. That's the, the most prep Sean's something ever on that done list. For for yes, hey, you know I'm not good at prep. I'm off the skull. No, you fucking killed it. I'm off the skull. Nick Moraldo, you got some picks? Uh, well, yeah, I guess I'll try and hit a couple categories here. Movies is definitely a weekend movie is The Big Lebowski. That's when you sit on your couch, <laughs> chill, and enjoy a cult classic. Like yeah. It. yeah. Yep. Oh. You, you'd hate it. I do. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I've never made it through it. I've, I've it. tried to watch it so often because everybody talks about all the characters, you know, like the dude or whatever he abides, I guess, right? Is yeah, yeah the dude abides. The dude abides, I've heard, but mm-hmm. I've never been able to make it through the movie. It's not for everyone. It's very it's particular taste. Yeah. I keep getting older. They stay the same age. That's Dazed and Confused. That's <laughs> yeah. a really good one, too, though. Same movie, though, right? No. Not even close. No, that's basically not the same movie. Same movie. No. no. Those no. two are yeah. basically the same movie. <laughs> yes. No. Dazed and no, Confused was a sequel. That was Dazed and Confused. <laughs> it's yeah. the exact same movie. It was Ben Affleck's best character. Same movie. You guys have lost your fucking mind. <laughs> Got it. Vibs, you got some picks? Don't I'm not done. Seriously. I'm not done. Oh, you're not done. Oh, that was Don't his movie. Don't lay for me. That was All just right? his Don't movie. Don't lay for me. Also, the sequel to Dazed and Confused, I can't even remember what it's called. Everybody Wants Some. Is an 80s baseball movie. That's really good. Uh, documentary on Netflix, The Untold History of the United States. Really good. <laughs> if you like history. Really? Yeah. Really, yeah. It like tells you some interesting facts and nuggets that you may not have known about like big time situations like Cold War, JFK, all that stuff. I covers love it. that. Where do these, these little gems of information come from? People who were supposed to keep it secret leaking it out. Rats. So that's yeah. what it is. Rats. Yeah. All this shit's coming unconfidentialized. Because they could tell their stories after like 50 years <laughs> or whatever. Not to mention the education system will soften the blow in these fucking books so the yeah. kids don't know what really happened. You know, history book pretty much is just a fairy tale now. You know what I mean? Like everything I was taught in history, especially that long ago, it's been changed. Just completely. <laughs> yeah. Like completely. Not even true. Not even. Yeah, like, like we have fire now and stuff. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> The but sun we, isn't a god <laughs> floating around. You guys were yeah. so cold back then, dude. <laughs> but we kind of, I mean, it's an interesting thing that all these declassified, like Argo, when Argo became like yeah. a declassified Good story, mm-hmm. like what an incredible story that I never would have heard about that is gigantic, yeah. like a gigantic story how they made a fake movie to go save hostages awesome. in a terrorist situation. <laughs> that would it. never happen in the modern world. The CIA no. is just pranking people while they take care of business. Forever. Yeah. Yeah. And then all of a sudden, like it all gets leaked and now they can never do that again. Like that shit will never fly again. because. It's- like the coolest thing. Ever. Yes, it's a cool fucking movie. But this wokeness, we are in the year of the wokeness. Yeah, you can pull is, it off. It would leak out yes, too fast. Everything. Did, did we ever find anything out from the JFK files? 
No, I think one. they're still reading through them. Yeah. Uh, it was an inside job, you ask uh, Donnie Baker. Well, there was like yeah. <laughs> some about Donnie Adolf ba- and Columbia or something like that. There was like 300 yeah. pages that were redacted anyway, so I'm assuming there was some shit on those. And yeah, they're waiting some for those. Some deleted ones? Oh, yeah, yeah. They're waiting for those That's to get released. That's the new move. The new move yeah. is, yeah, we'll declassify them, but we're going to delete a lot of pages. <laughs> yeah. We're going to delete a lot of yeah. pages. Mm-hmm. Nobody will ever know. There's some shit in there that's ugly. <laughs> There's some dirty shit in there that they're like, please never let this one Think out. how many good movies are sitting in those 300 pages, though. Well, that's how what fucking Mark Wahlberg I, you, does. Mm-hmm. Mark Wahlberg just finds out about all these. Um, and, and another guy, and the other guy from, uh, from uh, the guy that did Argo. Ben Affleck. ben Affleck. Oh, yeah. Like, what a very good recipe for an incredible movie. Yeah. It's just one that is true. Because anytime yeah. it says based on a true story, you're like, oh, Ooh. fuck, this is kind of real. All right. Yeah. That's, why Shoot, that's why Shooter's one of my favorite movies. Is based that, on a true is story. A <laughs> <laughs> is yeah. there a Mark Wahlberg movie you don't like? No, I love Mark Wahlberg. Uh, yeah, I, I, I'm on the Mark Wahlberg I love, train as well. I like almost every movie. Uh, he's ever the done. one with I the Night Shyamalan and the trees. That one sucked. Oh, the one with the, the yellow and the red? The that wasn't yeah. his fault. That was not his fault. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> That's on Shyamalan. Yeah. Are we talking about Mark Wahlberg? Yeah. yeah. Are his movies really good? I love them. Uh, I yeah. like Lone Survivor. They, yeah. yeah. Lone Survivor's How about good. the other guys? The great the other guys. Want to talk about a shift in character. <laughs> which we <laughs> fucked up. We fucked up. We had part of my take on it. We were talking about the best cop movies of all time, and we didn't mention the other guys. Yeah, That's yeah. on us. We even did a fucking promo with that. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. Did you guys get killed for that? I bet. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah, we heard it. We heard about it. Yeah, you got chirped a little bit. <laughs> but, it's, I mean, come on, what do you want to do? I, I mean, we had some great fucking choices. And 90% of movies are fucking cop movies. That's true. <laughs> Such a good, easy storyline. So We I, had guns. I enjoy writing like concepts and ideas for potential movies and shows. I think everybody in here does. It's like a for fun sure. thing. And it's every time I start to write something about like a cop and another cop, I'm like, oh, it's too simple. Like this is too simple. It's too easy. But there's so many good ideas that can come through two cops. Uh, oh my God. I've you got cops, one up here, brother. I got shit, a whole show up here. I couldn't never, even fathom. And I've, believe me, it's never been done before. On any cop TV show or any cop movie. You just look at CSI. That's like one of the mainstays. And then there's like SVU. Like everything is like law enforcement based is always good. Like yeah. it always does well. And you're saying you got one up there from a real life situation. Yeah. Yep, it's never been done before. We'll we'll break it out at some point. We really get rolling. And you, you can get it for four ninety nine. Todd, did you see the? We didn't mention this one either. People tweeted us about it. The cop movie. I can't remember what it's called. It's End out. of Watch. Yes, thank People, you. Uh, yeah, I forgot about it. But yeah. here's my thing. End of Watch is a great movie, but it's street cop stuff, and it just you know I was I didn't do much street cop stuff, so, I, so that's why I didn't pick it. So people send me anytime a football movie comes out, mm-hmm. I get like uh, I get words. Do cops? Is that happening with cops? Like, oh. like at family reunions, whenever like Bad Boys comes out, That's a, yeah. and they they go, "Hey Todd, we're wondering, yeah, <laughs> is there anybody like the Bad Boys?" And you're all, like, "Does that happen? Is that yeah, a family?" Absolutely, conversation? absolutely, and yeah. especially now since because of you, people know that I was a cop. But b- like, b- b- behind the, the back, yeah, 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 absolutely. Fibs, you get some picks. He was a cop who didn't play by the rules. <laughs> <laughs> That's bum, bum, pretty bum, true. Yeah. Bum, bum. <laughs> Uh, my, I have one show. It's on Netflix. It is called Godless. Really? It's a Western. This is a little description. A notorious outlaw and his gang tracked down a traitorous partner to an isolated mining town. What? This seems like something Ooh. Todd would yeah, love. That was, all my, that was one of my picks. It's so good. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it is. That's a good, Jeff Daniels plays such a good a bad Western, guy. A yes. Western, bro? Oh, I love Jeff Daniels. It's so you good. Don't, you don't and like he, the West? Like, just like no rules, shooting people. 
I just don't think I ever got into it because my dad used to watch the fucking slow ass ones way back in the day. Yeah. He used to force the whole family to watch it. You got to be into <laughs> westerns to like it, so you probably won't like hey, it. But if you're slow. into it, it's really good. When, when Plus, I like any movie where a person's missing an arm and they CGI that shit and they walk around the whole movie and it looks real. Yeah, I just fucking love that. It makes it makes the show so much better. <laughs> I'm like, because I know Jeff Daniels has two arms, but I can relate. I can relate. Yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Is that how they do it? By the way, yeah, they put a green screen sleeve. On you, right? I thought and they always just tucked their arm in their shirt. Uh, me too. I always thought it was a good time. <laughs> they used to back in old movie days. Yeah, but now back computers. in the day, by the way, everything was so much harder than it is now. Yeah. We're so soft. Like, we I, talked about this on yesterday's my show. We are such a soft oh, society compared weak. to back in the day. Even the actors had it hard back then. Yeah. they had to stuff their arms up in their sleeves yeah. for like, the entire time. Yeah. dude, I can see back. that big lump on the right side of your jacket. <laughs> what do you do? A good tuck job will trick you every time. Finkel, Todd, what do you have, buddy? Is that all you had? The one? Okay. Um, well, I have one that you shouldn't watch if you're into Westerns because people that are into Westerns can be tempted to watch Brimstone because it's got the guy who plays Jon Snow and Game of Thrones in it. But uh, don't watch it. Unless <laughs> unless you've already made your mind up that you want to commit suicide and you just want to create the proper <laughs> setting in the background for it, then play it on loop. But outside, it's the saddest movie, probably the most realistic Western movie because I think everybody just had awful lives and died all the time. Yeah. Like, the, nobody wins in this in this movie. It's just constant sorrow What was and the tragedy. happiness percentage back in the day? Low. 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 Not good. Low. It was low. Very low. low. Happy I percent. think you were only happy to like six or seven. <laughs> <laughs> and then you started fucking pulling a donkey around a mine, a garden, so you, you were fucked after that. So you think ignorance is bliss was started then? At like when the six years old, they were Probably, like dumb yeah, and they yeah. didn't yeah. know anything. And then as soon as they learned the life they were about to live, it was just like, Bleh. Then you start murdering I dudes coming on your that. property. <laughs> My property. <laughs> I'll tell you one to watch, especially if you're into Viking shit. Yeah. Norseman. It's Ooh. a comedy, and it's it's fucking brilliant. It's like the show Vikings, except they, it's a parody, mm-hmm. and it's hilarious because they kind of talk in a mix of like Viking speak and the way we speak right now, uh-huh. which oh. makes it hilarious. Like this one guy's wife joins the raid party one time, and uh, she just goes so she can she can rape. <laughs> she comes back. He's like, well, you, you, you have to participate in the in the raping part of it. She's like, no, it's a raid. I have to rape. What is, what, what we do? Yeah, it's just fucking hilarious. You guys That's ever a- you guys ever see uh, the old, the outlaw Josie Wales? Mm-mm. There's a fucking movie with, that you need to see a western. Mm-hmm. Oh man, is it newer? On. or Is it older? It's old. Well, yeah. You yeah. named his dog after it, you, right? No, well, no, I named my dog. Well, I love the movie so much after I seen it that I, I changed my dog's name from just Ari. To the outlaw Ari Wales. Yeah. <laughs> yes, I thought so because I heard you say that numerous times and I had no clue what the fuck you were talking about. And now it's the outlaw Josie Wales. I need to get on that. I need yeah. to watch it. Don't, sp- Senator, don't spit down my back and tell me it's raining. That's where that started? That's that line, yeah. That's yeah. Where, it's just fucking loaded with gems. Rich Rodriguez used to say that all the time. Oh, really? Yeah, whenever uh, like somebody would say something good, and he'd be like, don't piss down my leg and tell me it's raining. Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. He's like, don't. Yeah, he was a hilarious creature. You ain't tricking nobody, motherfucker. Yeah, that's basically <laughs> what he was thinking, yeah. All right, good. The Facebook, how about Facebook, this new app? You seen that? Did you? No. Oh. What is it? They never stop. They never stop. What is it? They, they have the point. smartest group of humans all sitting in the same fucking room. Let's see. Always Let's see. creating. Coding so Facebook, and creating. Facebook has created a messenger for kids, a standalone messaging app on iOS meant for kids as young as six years old. The app allows kids to send text messages, pictures, and video messages and has individual and group video chat features. So now they are forcing every parent in America to have a smartphone. 
so that their kid can have this messaging thing at six years old. Because yeah. what's going to happen? Like well, four so, kids are going to get it, and then everybody in the school is going to have to get it because you're a bad parent if you don't have it. So the, right? f- the a platform federal- for specifically for little kids messaging that's like an online predators. Right, that's what, I was gonna say. <laughs> what are they going to call it? Plentyofkids.com. <laughs> <laughs> Your unsupervised child is waiting to hear from you. <laughs> Plentyofkids.com. Yeah, fuck it. These dudes are going to be making just accounts like ten to eight year old. You got to have faith that Facebook is smart yeah. enough. They wanted everybody. Dick just a couple weeks ago. I feel like Facebook can handle it. I, I think know. so. I think so. It's probably. But just, like, this is a big fuck you to the parents, though. I didn't realize. Now they have to have a smartphone. I didn't realize that kids couldn't, if you can't be on Facebook unless you're 13 or older. So that's why they created this separate app. It's a federal law. You can't be on Facebook if you're 13 or under. Wow. So that's why they created a separate app for six to 12 year olds so they, they could brainwash them. Ooh. That's you think they're going strictly for brainwashing? You know me, I'm against Facebook. You You're think, very pro Facebook. I'm against. You Facebook. You think little ads are going to pop up in their yeah, text yeah, just, yeah. Yes. while they're talking? Like Mark Zuckerberg is God. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> you think that's going to happen? Well, they actually said they were going to try to tailor the advertising so it doesn't brainwash the developing brains of little kids. Man, well. we got to get there ads. Should on be there. no ads. No, there what? should be no. no. You and I were thinking differently. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, we need to get RIPC in Japan on there immediately. We need it on there. But they also said that uh, I can't remember what the fuck I was going to say so that's my dick well I like that (laughs) (laughs) oh I know what it was I know what it was Uh, that there was going to be gifts and stuff like that on that but they had to go through it and make sure that they were age appropriate gifts and I think that would be the coolest job in the world to sit there and just watch gifts all day and be like nah that's you can't fucking have that guy six year old nah no, for a six-year-old, maybe a seven year old (laughs) I showed Zito my favorite gift ever yesterday Zito how did you, did you like that gift Absolutely loved it. Zito! Does Zito, Zito have a microphone back No, there? he just yells. It's we hysterical. yell through the glasses, Zito. He's like, hey, talk on a mic. I didn't know Zito was a security guard at fucking McDonald's headquarters. <laughs> okay, he's just, he looks like he's at McDonald's. He looks like fucking main he's security a regional guard. manager. I'll tell you what, Zito's, Zito, <laughs> Zito nice is an impressive motherfucker, man. Yeah, this guy never, ever stops. He's killing it. Just sends, By the way. I'll just get text messages of random gifts just to pop up. He's like, you like this one? I'm going to send it in. And I'm, I like look at it. I'm like, what? Yeah, I love that. People. <laughs> People love the Zito. Yes, we they did a ca- should. We did a, uh, did a caption photo contest. caption contest. I'm going to announce the winner right now. Oh. Yeah, they, what they had to do, Pat, was get a picture of Zito, and then the funniest caption gets a shirt. Gets a shirt. I'm going to buy him a shirt and send it to him. And this is who won. Uh, it's Chief What's underscore you who. Uh, a shirt from us? Yeah. Which one are we sending him? Well, we're going to let him pick his favorite shirt, That's and then I'll buy it and send it to him. I don't think you should buy it, though. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like you should. You, we have a company that makes these. They should send them. Pat. Plus, you guys do ad reads now. That's true. You guys do ad reads now. We do. So this is on. This, yeah. You do ad reads. You make money for the company. The company that does the T-shirts should be definitely sending this motherfucker to this caption contest champion. Pat, just save me 30 I, bucks. <laughs> yeah, I, love I got it. you. What's up, so, Technically, I think we do ad read. We only got one. We're catching up. We got some in the hopper. I like that Get a lot. Ready. I think you should pop off. Uh, <laughs> I think you should do that then. You, you should be sending 30 shirts out of shit. Uh, yeah. Chief underscore you who. Put a picture of Zito up, and his comment was, "You have less neck than at the Jeff Vibber has will to live." <laughs> <laughs> winner, winner, chicken dinner. Not so, false. Chief underscore Yuho, DM me on Twitter and tell me your shirt size and what kind of shirt you want. Search through the Heartland store and pick out your favorite. Probably allegedly, it's probably the coolest shirt uh, I've ever seen. I'll tell you what, now that mugshot of mine, although very embarrassing for the family. <laughs> Pretty profitable. (laughs) A lot of people wearing the shirts, and I am so thankful for it. And if you get a picture wearing that shirt 
out in public somewhere and you write a good caption about Zito on there, <laughs> I'll send you a few shirts as well. See, because this is a shirt give out situation right now. Yes. Just my hand them out. my yeah. second favorite one was a picture of Zito. He was wearing um, suspenders with a suit. He was looking very good. And the caption was, Desposito. Oh, Desposito. That one. <laughs> that got like a 200 million views or something. Song of the Summer. Yeah. So so many plays. We summer heard, banger. When we were in uh, Punta Cana, we heard it maybe 700 times. So much money. Seven, and not, not the Bieber version, the original yeah. version. Uh, it's Christmas time. You get your Christmas shopping done, Pat? No. Nope. There's a gift out there that you might... Take a look at Tupac's X is putting something out on the open market for the gift giving season. Nice. Who who is it again? Tupac's X. Yeah. Um, she basically has an old picture. Is this a company? Is this an ad read? Nope. Oh, it is not. Oh, I thought this was an <laughs> ad read. So did no, I. This is a real so story. I. I thought this was a brand new company. I was no. about to be when like, you, yo, we got a new company. <laughs> when you hear Back. what this transition is, it's a very weird Christmas present that someone, I don't know. It depends yeah. what you're into. Yeah. Depends okay. what you're into and how much money you have. Because back at a house party in 1990, Tupac dropped his pants and his girlfriend snapped a picture on her disposable camera. And now uh, in 2017, right now in the Christmas shopping season, she's trying to sell it at an auction, starting the bid at $7,500. Oh, nice. That's way too low. Is that Christmas? Is it low? I was trying to figure out what a dick pic goes for. People are giving out that for a Christmas gift, though? (laughs) Todd's saying you should. You can buy it and give it to somebody. I think he's just doing another hologram. Can this just be just Like you walk in the MGM Grand Casino, you got to walk by his dick before you get in there? I think we should buy it and put it on a Christmas sweater. Oh, fucking genius! Because I bet you we would make sweater. more than no. We probably how much would. is it? Seventy five. I'll just hundred. Google uh, a penis <laughs> with black skin tone, and we can just yeah. What are, what are the rules behind? this? I mean, let's save ourselves a few grand here. It's but a it, good point. Like, how do you know it's Tupac's dick? Is it wearing a do rag? No, it's got a little. <laughs> it's got does it have shrapnel? No, right above it. Part of the thug life. Yeah, somewhere probably right there. I wonder if it is though. His what are the rules? Like, does Tupac's Family get a portion. Well, I'm sure he'll. Call, I'm sure he'll call them and uh, tell them what they there's want. There's going to be some guys. Got to be some kind of legal action. It's her, it's her picture. It's her camera. Yeah, yeah, uh, but no, the, but the model is that how it's going to be commercially sold. <laughs> That's true. He's got to get twenty percent or something. Yeah, because that was before selfies. So she definitely did take that picture, right? Mm. It wasn't Tupac taking it himself. Is seventy five hundred too low? You think? Yes. I think yeah. It's minimum ten k yeah. to start. Yeah, she just needs she needs seventy five hundred dollars pronto, <laughs> and that was her only thought. We'll it. see. He'll probably put out a song about it. So, like, I'll mass produce, <laughs> <laughs> I'll mass produce pictures of my, me and sell it for five. Like, if that's what of what your dick, yeah, five dollars. So, I think yeah, already shouldn't do five that. bucks. Yeah, fuck it. <laughs> Something <laughs> tells me you've already mass produced pictures of your dick. <laughs> <laughs> out there. Venmo me right now, and I'll send you one. Well, it's if you're not into that, if you don't want. You don't want to get that for your loved one for Christmas. Uh, we got another option for you. Uh, Fuego box. Oh, here we go. Oh, here we yeah. Go. Here we go. This is the best shit on earth. Everyone's done all the standard gift items. Clothes, cologne, a nice bottle of liquor, a picture of a famous rapper's penis. Everybody's <laughs> done it. It's done, done, done. It's boring. We've got something different and much better than any of those this holiday season. Fuego box has put together a bunch of hot sauce gift holiday boxes at all price points. You can have a lot of money or you can have a little bit of money. You can still shop here if you're either of those. And for this promo with us, they're giving you a $10 off option. Nice. With, Love that. Nice. That with again. what else? Yeah. A koozie? A limited edition Barstool koozie. <laughs> don't, 
forget everyone's favorite gifts are the ones they buy for themselves. A lot of options on here. They got the all-star crate, the Fuego Local box, which is my favorite because it's extra spicy. The crate is awesome. It's yeah. Like an ammo box. I love it. It does look like a box. Or if you don't like it so spicy, you just like take it easy. You're like, oh, I'm just I'm just gonna enjoy the flavor more so than than the the heat. Then you go with the Fuego Mellow Box. All kinds of options on there. Do it. You can get a year subscription every month. Get a box sent to your house if you want. It's a hell of a deal. Works out to like $14 a month. So all you have to do is go to fuegobox.com slash barstool, and you'll see all the gift options to choose from. The discount code and free QZ edition will automatically be applied. That's fuegobox.com slash barstool. Fuego is spelled F-U-E-G-O. That's Spanish for fire. It's not, In Mexico, we talked about, Pat, it's called the Fuego Emoji. If you say fire oh. emoji, they don't know what you're talking about. Yeah. Yeah. Fuegobox.com slash barstool. Hasas a cold beer, the perfect holiday season. I'll tell you, Fuego Box is just the thing that makes you look legit. Talked about this the other day. You go into a store or a restaurant, and you see just a lot of hot sauces mm-hmm. options. You're like, oh, this Dude. place must be legit. Oh. I like this. I like this. Every time. Oh, this place must be legit. Now, Fuego Box is making your house look like that, or even better, a loved one's house like that if you give it as a gift, huh? Yeah. Look out for somebody else this holiday season. Make them look legit <laughs> with fuegobox.com slash bars. And maybe, you know, times get tough, Pat. Sometimes during the holiday season, you you know, maybe an unexpected medical bill shows mm-hmm. up and you spend a lot of money on that or whatever, so you're low, your budget's low for Christmas. You know how you can make up some ground? Huh. Football picks. You oh, win uh, on your football picks mm-hmm. right before Christmas, get some fat cash, spend it on your family and friends, and I think a good way to do that is use digs. Use his picks. Oh. Would you like me to give out some picks? I would talk? love for you to give out the picks because I need Christmas money. I just want to have a quick bone to pick with you. How long have we been working together? A uh, very long time. How would you spell Diggs? D I G S. Thank you. But what do you think? What is he? Think? I spelled it on the paper with two, two G's. Two G's. Yeah. Yikes. A lot of people do that. It's fine. Really? Two G's? Diggs, <laughs> Diggs has way more than two G's. Yes, right. What up? Because of Biggs. All right. <clears throat> My NFL picks. I am going all dogs. All of them. Let's go. Mm. Stu Finer mm. says this is the way to go. All fucking dogs. <laughs> yep. Three home dogs, too. Let's fucking go. Home dogs? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Giants it. are plus four at home versus Dallas. They got rid of McAdoo. Eli's back. Giants plus four at home. I like that. Wow. Josh Gordon's back. Cleveland plus three and a half at home against the Aaron Rodgers Green Bay Packers. Wow. I like that, too, actually. Carolina plus three at home. Versus Minnesota. Minnesota's feeling a little cushy. Second week in a row. They're on the road against a good team. Carolina plus three. Okay. Uh, I love Jimmy Garoppolo. If I Jimmy G. Like there's if I wanted to be a quarterback, I'd be Aaron Rodgers, but it's second, maybe Jimmy G. San Francisco plus three at Houston against Tom Savage, who's fucking garbage. And uh, last pick of the week is Seattle plus three at the Jaguars. I don't think the Jaguars are gonna score more than ten points. Here we go. There you go, man. Instant money. I'm making bets literally right now. <laughs> Guaranteed Good. Did you repeat that? <laughs> I, I made a bet yesterday that was uh, Ravens oh. to make the playoffs. Yeah. And That's a good bet. Good bet? Okay. Yeah. All right. Just checking. They're fucking, they're catching fire. I have started my NBA picks, uh-huh. but I do live NBA betting where I don't, I wait till the third quarter and I see how the game's going. So yesterday the Pacers were down 10 to the Bulls and the Bulls are garbage. So mm-hmm. I bet the Pacers, they were like plus six. They ended up winning. And then uh, I also took the Cavs. They were down like eight, and I can't remember where they were at, but the line was like just them to win, and it was just starting the third quarter. I took the Cavs, and they won. Like that's my my theory is you take second half 
good teams that are down. Uh huh. I've seen you do this, by the way. I did it. I I do do it in hockey too. It it pays off sometimes. It's my favorite bet of all sports. The NBA second half, good teams down. Actually, I should have done it for the fucking Celtics because they were like, they came back against the Mavs and fucking. Did you see that? Did you watch that game? Seven and a half. All right. Let me set. Let me set the. uh, Let let me set the scene. Set it. The Celtics are playing the Mavericks. The Celtics are up ten. There's like five seconds left in the clock. Dallas is just they're just dribbling the ball at the three because it's game's over. First blah, half? Blah, blah. No, no, second half. Like this is the end of the game. And just for no reason, the dude shoots a three with point one seconds left oh. and they hit it. And anyone who bet the Mavs covered and anyone uh, who bet the Celtics yeah. lost. Dude, did you see the guy <laughs> in, in the, the Goodell <laughs> clown shirt? Yeah. Oh my God. This this gambling thing, this sports gambling thing is a whole new element of life here. I have never got a chance to do this. So uh, you saw what happened. So now I'm getting a chance to live and die with these moments. And I've had my experience when Deshaun Kaiser got strip sacked at the four yard line <laughs> to fuck up a cover and then a touchdown happened. With like 30 or, or, seconds, 30 left. seconds left, down 100. It didn't matter. Just strip sack, touchdown, bang, bang. It ruins me. Last night or two nights ago, I guess, whenever yeah, yeah. this airs. The Maverick Celtics cover was so horrendous, and the guy was wearing the Roger Goodell clown shirt <laughs> right behind the Boston Celtics bench, and the Celtics are about to win, so we're happy, yeah. we're happy, we're happy, and then a the guy hits the shot, and he collapses. <laughs> you just see the, 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 the blue shirt just collapse right behind the bench. It was awesome. Everybody on earth like that was gambling, that has ever gambled is like, oh, oh. Oh, something big there. Because he had front row right behind you. He's like, I'll motivate them to win by enough. I'll be right there. I'm in the game, basically. I'm with the team. He was on the bench. I'm going to win this for him. And it worked out, worked out, and then snatched right out of his grasp. So much money. Can, can awesome. I just reinforce how uh, how successful Diggs is at placing bets? So, like you said, when the Pacers-Bulls game, right, you, you placed the bet when they were down 10, right? Mm-hmm. They didn't. They hadn't led the entire game. The only time they led the game was when Vic Oladipo hit that three at the end of the game. Yeah, and I didn't even give a fuck at that point because I had him at like plus six or I'm seven. So, I'm so proud of you. <laughs> He's got a good brain for it. He's Italian for it. That's yeah. what happens. It's in his blood. Yeah, it's DNA. I got. I got. I got. <laughs> uh, I got. Um, Pat, have you ever mm-hmm. played Mad Libs? Uh, I don't. What is that? You know what it is? No. It's where it's a game. You have a story, right? Okay. And then they, they take out like important verbs, nouns, adjectives, or whatever, leave a blank. You go around the room, and you just ask, hey, give me a verb. Give me a noun. Give me an adjective in, around the table. And we fill those into the story. Awesome. And then you read back the story with our words. And we're going to do it with a dear penthouse letter. <laughs> first things first. What is an adjective? Describing like a Like salty or okay. hot. Yeah. yeah. Or yeah. sloppy. Yeah, <laughs> soggy, <laughs> soggy. <laughs> so Nick is going to run this letter, right? Yes. Okay. All right. So I need a noun that's a place. Go pick somebody and just it say. Doesn't matter. Go, no, go around the room. Vibs. But uh, no. it's a place. It's a place. Yeah, up your butt. But <laughs> a place. <laughs> We're not going to get through this. All right, Indianapolis. <laughs> no. Wow. What was the question? Jesus. Start need, with somebody else. Start with a place, Pat. <laughs> Dubai. <Thank you. laughs> I like that. We'll Dubai. Dubai. Sorry, he said Pat. I know he said <laughs> that's that. Right. Is that a place? Yeah. <laughs> Shut the fuck up. You know that's a place. <laughs> I, need a, I need a noun that's a thing. But. All right. I like that. Uh, I, I need I'm an adjective. Fuck me. I don't know. A describing word. Sweaty. Sweaty. 
this is not my game. This is a Jeopardy <laughs> play. <laughs> I am a Wheel of Fortune player. I need a noun that's a thing. Penis. Tiger, tiger. Yes. Penis. Okay, yes. penis. We'll go penis. <laughs> wow. Need another adjective. Soggy. <laughs> getting better. Getting better. I had that one on deck for the last <laughs> A noun. Um, tiger. Throat. A lot of options. Tiger. A noun that's a name. Um, Jerry. Kobe. Uh, Kobe's good. Kobe's good. Mm, okay. Uh, good. Two adjectives. S- moist. Horny. <laughs> depressed. Dark. It's a lot, guys. That's a lot of adjectives. <laughs> and then liquidy. A noun. Well. Wait. Um, Scissors. Oh, scissors is good. Wow. What a word. Adjective? Itchy. Wow. Wow. Two adjectives? Swollen. <laughs> and? Soft. <laughs> uh, noun that's a thing? Butts. No. God damn it. Yeah, we haven't used butts yet. Use it. A lot of butt stuff. Yeah. Throat. 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 Good. Good. Uh, I'm excited to see where that one pops up. <laughs> another noun that's a thing? Kleenex. Foot. Oh, Kleenex is good. Kleenex, Kleenex? and no. foot. I needed oh. another one, so foot's good. All right. Can I get a little bit more preparation? <laughs> uh, adjective? Who? Shotgun. Shotgun. That, that's uh, not an adjective. Oh, an adjective. <laughs> a shotgun. Smoky. Shotgunned. That, that's a verb. A shotgunned beer. Smoky. Smoky. Oh, that would that, that would be a good yeah, verb. The, smoky. Yeah, you're right. Uh, no, more, afterwards, yeah, afterwards described it's described as shotgunned. Right. Yeah. Just for future reference. I agree. Two I more adjectives. Adjective. Uh, dildo. That, adjective. Nope, that's an adjective. adjective. But you can get Rubbery. Rubbery. Like something could be dildoed. Another is adjective. Is that an adjective? Dead. Dead. Who? Oh, dead is an adjective, right? Yeah. yeah. Thank you. I like it. I like it. I feel and like one more on. noun. Um, Hold on. Hoodie. Okay. It is. Uh, it's hoodie season. All right. By the way. Okay. That's it. I see a lot okay. of Can we hear the story? Yeah. Bear with me. It's a long one. <laughs> what is Every this? Word Dear Penthouse? Yeah, music true. for this. Okay. Hold wait on. a minute. This is a Dear Penthouse letter. So he's going to read it, but he substituted all everything we said mm. into the story. I know this is going to sound like... Can you start with a deer penthouse? <laughs> I mean, unbelievable. Are we I, not reading every word No here? free ads. I was going to do Deer Heartland. Deer Heartland. Deer That's, ha- on That's on me. <laughs> deer Heartland Radio. I know this is going to sound like a crazy fantasy, but every word of this story is true. I was in Dubai fulfilling my duties as a lowly intern for a high-profile butt. Despite my meager status, I was allowed to attend lavish parties. During one such party, an attractive young woman happened to catch my eye. Being nervous and notoriously shy around the fair sex, I didn't know how to approach her. She had luxurious, sweaty, and sexy legs that would have given anything to spend an evening in between. Summoning up all my courage and finishing off my penis, I approached her from across the soggy ballroom. I awkwardly introduced myself and asked her what her name was. Obviously impressed by my throat, she smiled and replied, Kobe? In a voice that was both moist and dark. She told me she knew who I was, which made me very embarrassed as I'm usually a very humble gentleman and not boastful. We began to make small talk. She asked me questions about my scissors, interests and hobbies, and the like. I could tell she was very itchy. I felt it was time to make my move. Trying to be both swollen and soft, I paid her the ultimate compliment a man can give to a woman. And I could tell by the way she reacted that she was turned on and totally into it. I could tell her mind might have been saying no, but her throat was definitely saying yes. <laughs> Returning to my hotel room that night, I was in bliss. I set the stage for a night of white-hot romance. Candles, champagne, chilling on ice, soft music, erotic oils, and a Kleenex. <laughs> the scene was set for foots. The time for lovemaking was upon us, and I have to tell you, it was smoky. I've never met a more rubbery and dead pursuit carnal fulfillment. It was almost as if we inhibited the same mind, body, and soul. My lover knew exactly what to do at the right moment. When it was over, I was exhausted. 
I don't know how long we were making love in Dubai. <laughs> it might be over, but I have a feeling we'll reunite and recapture the magic once again. Now, I'm minute aware that my lover has a twin sister. I don't know exactly how to pronounce it, but I believe the French call it hoodie. <laughs> <laughs> I can nearly picture uh, it now. <laughs> yeah. That was a lot of fun. That was pretty awesome. Uh, good reading. Oh, good job, nice, Nick. Yeah, everybody, this has been good. awesome, man. Thanks so much, Pat, for... For coming on board, that oh, was a fucking cool. an thanks extra for letting me use your chair for all of us. Also, Pat, <laughs> have a great fucking Saturday. And night. everybody, yeah, just remember Saturdays are for the boys. You can have Sundays, Mondays, Tuesday, Wednesdays, Thursdays, even Fridays, but Saturdays are for the boys. Saturdays are for the boys. So kick back, grab a natty rack. We're gonna party until we collapse. Cause Saturdays are for the boys. Saturdays are for the boys. The boys, the boys. Saturdays are for the boys. The boys, the boys. Go press go, salt of the earth. Grab a pizza and call out of work. Cause, cause Saturdays are for the boys. Saturdays are for the boys So grab a beer and chug it Saturdays are for the boys Then grab another beer and chug it Saturdays are for the boys If your girl's in town, say fuck it Saturdays are for the boys And grab the pigskin and chuck it <laughs>